and we are now live. Welcome everybody to another episode of Marijuana Essay Weekly. We're here tonight with Andy as always and for the first time on our Zoom uh, show we have a guest. Welcome to Iris uh, who has come to to share an awesome story with us. Well some awesome, some not. So Iris, uh, welcome. Cool, man. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's nice to have you. So, slightly more serious episode tonight, Dean. <laughs> yeah, slightly more serious. Iris got in contact with me last week uh, through a mutual friend of ours, Danny, and she said that she wanted to get hold of us to, to chat about her story and to bring light to an issue which we are very passionate about as well. So I'm super thankful for you reaching out mm. and uh, using our platform to share your story. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I just to give you a little bit of a background. Um, after the legislation passed in September 2018, in November, I went through an illegal raid, um, completely unlawful. The police came into the farm that I was staying at at 4.20 in the morning. Um, <laughs> It they chose that time. <laughs> iconic time, 4 yeah. 20 in the morning. They grounded my house. The cherry on it top. was the, the most traumatic thing um, I kind of went through. And I really had to fight tooth and nail to stand my ground. Um, they completely trashed the house. There was about 20 odd officers. And it was they, just you alone, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just me. They illegally kind of um, made their way into the house. They flashed a briefly a document that said warrants on it um, and as soon as I'd opened the door to kind of receive it you know they came in turned the house upside down and found a lot of my personal stash um, eventually yeah they left two hours later and when leaving they had asked me for some oil because one of their family members was sick yeah. and um, then proceeded to like intimidate me and laugh at me and tell me, oh, you're going to smoke liquor now. And I was like, yeah, I fucking am, you know. So I feel like just after that incident, I've been so um, hell bent on giving these documents that we'll have access to now available to everybody because I feel like our rights are getting infringed upon and it's, it's unlawful. Um, what happened with the court case was I tried to lay a charge yeah. and the charge got, well, the case got, uh, just disappeared. Um, and eventually the police commissioner came and they came and replaced like some of the damage that they did to the farm, to our water tanks and that so on and so forth. So, but I in mean, terms it proves, of, I mean, it proves, pardon? It just how lawful, it proves just how lawful it was. I mean, you intimidation in the middle of the night, you alone there, 20 officers versus yeah. one person, you know, not having the proper documentation in place, uh, confiscation of goods, I assume. So, it, I mean, it's everything, everything wrong with it. And it was after the same, but September 2018 ruling. So, I mean, yeah. you were with, completely within your rights and they came in and I mean, the, just them pointing out, the, them coming to fix it proves that, you know, how wrong they and were. They knew they were in the wrong, yeah. Um, and, you know, I've, I've recently uh, moved up to the garden route and for a couple of months I've been inquiring to my big friends that I know that are during massive grows to figure out what kind of documents are available, what are, you know, I know my basic rights, but where are these documents that state, um, you know, our exact rights? And I recently got in touch with the Fields of Green for All. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. love the work that they're doing. Um, 
and they gave me access to a whole bunch of documents which I really, really wanted to touch upon today. And I just feel that as marijuana smokers, growers, it is our duty and responsibility to have these documents and exercise our rights. Yeah, if I can, if I can touch on a point. Um, that you made iris it's uh we have a lot of growers watching this and guys if you're sitting at home um and you think oh it's never gonna happen to you believe me it, it happens uh yeah. we've we know of people uh, personally i've had you know seven or eight guys in blue with guns pointing at me coming through the door and just similar circumstance and it's it's if you're not prepared it can go horribly wrong and it's it shouldn't happen that way it was also unlawful no warrant they just walked away and they use things like uh intimidation tactics they've they yeah. come at 4 a.m when you know they're gonna you know you're gonna be a vulnerable target they're gonna wave things in your face they're gonna say oh we're gonna kick the door down let us in let us in you you know they they'll swear yeah. you're fucked you you know you this is the end let us in and it's like it's scary you know you don't know what to do you don't want to cause a fucking scene and these guys are their guns drawn they think you're an absolute terrorist so yeah that's yeah. that's one thing um that that you've got to be got to be slightly for is is make sure you're ready for the intimidation tactics that they're going to pull they're not going to come at two in the afternoon when you you know <laughs> yeah. when you expect it so yeah sorry they, they, they trained that way you know yeah. and i mean just even for me i I honestly felt like something else overcame me when I went through that raid. I don't know how I fucking made it because oh, something else shaking. stepped in and allowed me to think clearly. Mm. And um, I had clear thoughts. I knew what my rights were. I remembered the warrants, um, but they still they still pushed beyond their limits. And yeah. even now with traveling, um, we are within our legal right to travel with a certain amount of dacha on us. and. What pisses me off is that people don't really know what's going on and therefore they won't stand up to the cops and therefore we keep receiving this kind of injustice in our growing community and it really, it needs to stop. Yeah, no, I, no, and I, think, I think it's super important to, to, to continue to have this conversation because like Andy said, there's multiple people who are, who are, are, are getting into to growing maybe for the first time. And a lot of people just plain don't know, know their rights, you know, so you sort of expect the person in authority to be telling you what your rights are. But exactly yeah. like you said, they're not trained that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not, not going to tell you your rights. They're going to try and sort of weasel every possible angle, you know, so yeah. I've just. And they will lie. Yeah. Yeah, they will. 100%, you know, that, you know, you're trained to catch hard criminals. Unfortunately, in, sorry. It, we're, in their yeah. eyes, we're, we, we meth dealers. Honestly, yeah, it, yeah. It, it feels like in their eyes, we we might as well be cooking fucking meth and selling it on the streets. Like they they're not gonna raid us like it's you know it's a it's a cafe or something. It's they're gonna treat it just like they're raiding a, a crack den or a took den. They're gonna come in hot. They're gonna make sure they you know they're gonna bring in all the intimidation tactics. They're not gonna go home empty-handed. No. Mm. And I mean, you know, just just, sorry, just part of the. the on the on the on the Instagram, Knuckle Genetics says, yeah, everyone must understand that the cannabis trades are run by a specific team controlled by a certain cop, and all your stock is resold. Enough is enough. So obviously, other people have experienced similar things. I know, I know, you know, there's a lot of passionate people in the industry. So yeah, sorry, just to just to say, 
You know what I mean? After the Nisner Herald wrote an article on the um, unlawful raid... It Andy, was, do you want to bring it up quickly? It yeah. was brought to light that so many um, growers in the garden routes have got, had gone through the exact same thing. So they're targeting us, um, they're targeting the oil makers, and they are going in. Um, and there was word about this drug squad being um, a rogue drug squad because they were there and they were out of their jurisdiction as well. I mean, I was in between Pet and Nisner. They were from George. So legally, they weren't even allowed to, that wasn't their jurisdiction. Um, oh, so it's important to actually question your officers and figure out where they're from. And uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, what I wanted to say now is uh, probably in the community, you know, not everyone knows everyone. It's generally been relatively secretive. So sort of by, by bringing up your your story and talking about it, more like, give other people the strength to come forward as well. And I mean, people are being treated unfairly and probably just sort of, yeah. you know, want to move past it. It's traumatic. They want to get it out of their lives. They don't want to talk about it again, move past it. Yeah. But that's not the right thing to do. We need to all come together and speak about you know, and speak about these experiences so that everyone can can know there are resources and there is a community that's willing to support you as well. Yeah, I unfortunately, yeah. after that, I, I won't leave my front door open more for more than, you know, two minutes. If, if it's open, I'm constantly thinking, oh, shit, they could just walk in now. If they wanted to come now, they could just walk in. And like those yeah. kind of things, it's, you know, it's literally, this is, it's changed the way, uh, you know, I, I operate my daily, daily thing. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Dean, um, do you mind sharing, uh, letting me have host access or, or allowing screen shares? Uh, just so we can pull up this this article uh, while you're going to look at that. But yeah, there was another one. You know, we had, yeah. Sorry, Aris. No, carry on. Uh, it's just, this also reminds me of this harrowing, um, harrowing story we read uh, about last, uh, late last year about an, an unlawful arrest in Stellenbosch and absolutely terrible like disgusting the way they were treating this person oh yeah. how much is your dishwasher worth how much is this or you know oh this is a nice tv this is a nice bed like oh what do you yeah. you know where do you get your money uh, are you gay are you straight and they're asking these in heavily personal questions Thank you. yeah and it's yeah and, i mean yeah it's horrible I tried to, you know, I tried to bring out the my video camera with um, when this raid was going on, so I could actually video and take the fucking absolute mess, the disrespect that went on this mm. house. And I was raging. I said to them, you know, are you 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 actually cannot do this? You're coming into my house. You're disrespecting me. And you know, they they kept on outside. They were laughing at me. They were like, oh, you know, are you scared? And I was like, well, obviously I'm fucking scared. Like. I can't see what's going on. There's 20 odd flashlights mm. pointing in my face, you know, so yeah, it's just, it's really just shocking. Um, yeah, so anyway, I mean, you, you're quoted, you quoted, you know, you're giving an exact account is exactly here. And I mean, uh, my, the main point of this article is the cop at the end here says he's basically was entitled to barge through your door and, and that's completely, completely untrue. So, I mean, it's just, it was just, it's just a terrible and illegal experience all over yeah. oh, this. this isn't the main reason why we, yeah. uh, we went this through this and put you on put you on a mad quest to find the correct information to find you, you said you understood your rights and you obviously remember to ask for the ask for the warrant but it's uh you know if, if you don't fully know your rights you're gonna doubt's gonna creep in and, and you know so, so you've gone out and you've 
contacted the Fields of Green. I believe you chatted to Shaul. Um, we've actually yeah. had him on our show before. Uh, so yeah, we've also we we, we know Shaul personally, and uh, he, he 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 sent you some. He obviously uh, took you through took you through all of the information that they provide, and he sent yes. the police directive and I think the arrest directive. Uh, the arrest circular through to you to to have a look at so do you want to andy bring up the yeah. first one which is the uh to the police directive yeah sorry I'm, i was just reading a couple of paragraphs of, of this article again and it's absolutely <laughs> disgusting talking about how they allowed to come in without a warrant they can allow it's not like they heard gunshots coming off your property christ said they yeah. They had I mean, a, they broke. They broke the lock, dude. They broke the lock to the gate of the property. Unbelievable. They're not allowed. To do that. Un unbelievable. Um, yeah. So, just to give a little bit of context to the viewers, I've recently made a big move from Cape Town during lockdown to Garden Roots, and it was a major concern for me traveling with all my ganja that I had just harvested. And mm. um, so, I got in contact with the Fields of Green for All. They have a hotline on their website. I highly recommend to everyone you use it. Within five minutes, Charles phoned me back. I explained to him what my issue was, and he sent me um, a map, like a group SMS with a whole bunch of documents that I downloaded for my trip. And I was advised to pack my dacha in an open, you know, not to hide it away, to pack it all into one bag. Um, have these documents printed and professionally presented and on the box of my stock I had written um, had a piece of paper printed out that said this is not for sale this is for my personal um, and private use in private yeah and um, so that's one of the, the that's kind of one thing that you need to do when driving but I'm really stoked to go through these documents with you guys there's a few pertinent um, points that I just want to bring up. Um, but again, just oh, yeah. to stress the importance of exercising your rights. And if you guys have these documents, when you are transporting or at home, if anyone comes into you illegally, you have these and it states in these documents that there will be police officers will be persecuted in a serious manner if they do not comply with this law. Yeah, no, so, it's important because the cops will come there and there's a chance they genuinely don't know this and you can actually be like, Hey, look, buddy, here it is in writing. Yeah. 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 So I suggest to everyone they print it out. It's quite a bit of um, documents. It'll cost you a little bit of money, but it's worth it. And also to just go through the police directive and actually highlight on the sides the important points. So if you are to get arrested, you know, you can bring these up because I guarantee you they're going to think twice about arresting you because you know your rights so well. If you're coming across professional and with professional documentation that comes from someone who's legitimate in the field, you'll feel way more confident in, in standing up Definitely. for your own over not I mean, having any information yeah. at hand, you know, have it at hand over. It could, it might, probably won't happen if you're careful, or, you know, it probably won't happen, but it could. And when it mm. does, you want to be ready. I mean, it made me feel so confident with driving seven hours with my weed. I didn't feel like a criminal, whereas a day before I was stressed out. I was already paranoid thinking, what am I going to do if my weed gets confiscated? What's the plan? What are my rights? I reached out to so many friends that are big in the game that no one knows this information. So yeah, I think it's thank you for your platform, guys. Let's get these documents out. Yeah, and and do, you want to, do you want to bring them up? Uh, the yeah. first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the directive. 
Or the second. Like we're going to have technical difficulties in four minutes and 20 seconds. So <laughs> oh my God. we might just have to, uh, to just have a quick little, uh, it, it won't affect the, the YouTube, but it will affect the, uh, <laughs> the Instagram. <laughs> okay, bring up the first document, Andy. Okay, yeah, it's directed. It is up. Uh, I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing the, yeah, I'm seeing the red. The raid document currently. I mean, the, the, the raid article. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> I had it. <laughs> it's been up for ages. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh, can you go down to just scroll down to page 10 for me? Yes. Um, cool. Yeah. Point six, page 10. I'm just going to read you guys a few really important points. I mean, obviously, go through these documents um, at home by yourself, but yeah, point six, it says the effect of judgments. An adult person may use or possess cannabis in private for his or her personal consumption. Um, there's a lot of gray areas in that. Private is your own vehicle, your own land, um, and it kind of like goes on to that. Um, 6.4, if you scroll down a little bit for me, mm -hmm. says the cultivation is also for a private place for his or, his or, her, his or her personal consumption. Um, 6.6 is the, the judgment does not confine the permitted use or possession or cultivation of cannabis to a home or a private dwelling. That's important. That's that's, yeah. That's yeah, a that's very important. Because what is private? Private is, would be within your own motor vehicle. It's your private space. You own that that space. You know, even someone um, else's, even someone else's car at uh, houses. If if you're there, if your house sitting, it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be your house. It's it's a private place. I think they yeah, define they define private that's how as the Ducker private club is able to operate because mm -hmm. of because of, of of these these legislations and i mean and i mean the laws written very very specifically you can see it constant it's constantly using the words private place for personal consumption in private mm -hmm. yeah. um okay 6.8 it says the court did not prescribe the quality the quantity of cannabis that will qualify as personal consumption and then it later on discusses that police will then need to use their own discernment discernment whether to this is um, the worst, arrest someone this is the worst thing that they've done to date was leaving yeah. that undefined yeah. it's either yeah, all now, or either none but it's left it in the power of of the average it, joe doing the raid to make the assessment and i'm sorry but exactly. that's not that's you might as well have not done the whole thing yeah, because it's like how you know how can they tell us how much we're growing, how much we're smoking, what what can the average person smoke? It's it's yeah, it's a complete gray area which does. And I mean, yeah. if you're taking it down to oil, or if you're making rosin or hash, you're taking That's a awful. kilogram and you're turning it into a hundred grams. You're turning it into sixty grams, which you could consume essentially if you're consuming a lot very quickly. You know, up to a gram a day. The greater the quantity, um, the larger the quantity, the greater the possibility that it's not for personal. Yeah. <laughs> Go down to 7.1 there. Uh, 7.1, um, here we go. Yeah, okay. 7. Point, it says here, 7.2. In exercise.
exercising the mentioned discretion, a police official will rely on his or her own observation of the circumstances as well as the surrounding facts. Uh, so it's like, again, completely giving them the power, you know, to be like, is this for personal use? It's, it's yeah, it's, it's complete bullshit. Um, police officials. Oh, we did have, we hit that technical difficulty, guys. Um, while you hang in on there for a second while we get Iris back. So welcome back, Iris. Sorry about that little bit of technical difficulty. <laughs> I just realized we'd been on for so long before. So um, we can't, we've got about oh, yeah. uh, six more minutes to go. So, yeah, I think Iris, uh, do you want to show us the... I think, I think we second. made the main point about that, yeah. that there yeah. is proper information where you can read. It's not difficult to read. It's very simple. It's exactly. online, you know, it's not, it's not in complicated terms. You can go, you can read yeah. for yourself and see exactly what it is. And once again, it is provided by someone, the Fields of Green, who is a non-profit organization in the space. You can find them, thefieldsofgreen.org.za, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, they have a... Uh, a monthly uh you can sign up for a monthly subscribership it's 50 rand a month if you are passionate about cannabis and want to do something to promote mm. kind of to promote a fair legalization and to promote people who have been working for a majority of their of their sort of careers to to really make a difference in this country and they're directly responsible for where us allowing to operate marijuana sa to iris to drive from cape town to to George and not feel like a criminal because we're not we're consuming for personal consumption as we are allowed now. So yeah, a big thank you to the Fields of Green for all the hard work that they've done. Uh, Marijuana essay is fully approves of, of them. Iris obviously is, 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 has had a personal experience mm. dealing with them and you know it just shows that the hard work that they're doing. They, it, it was so professional. They got back within a few minutes to me and honestly, Charles checked upon me the whole drive. He no. made sure that I got there safe. He gave me a lawyer's number. Like, so, mm. so do the do the research, guys. Educate yourselves. Honestly, it's time to now take take step into your own power and and find these documents. Go online, source them, download them, use them. No, no one can help you but yourself. But there exactly. is the information out there, and it just makes no sense not to not to have all of the all of the the possible tools at your disposal. If you want to, if you're passionate about cannabis and you want to cultivate for yourself, and you're worried about maybe is it too much, you know. So you're not you growing for personal consumption, and you're empowered. You shouldn't have anything to to worry about. Mm, exactly. Agree. Exactly. So Iris, and on a little bit of a lighter note, um, uh, if anyone's interested uh, to to maybe get hold of you and to chat about your experience, or would like to 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 ask a few questions, where can where can we find you? Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Mystic Muse underscore Iris Moon. So that's awesome. Mystic Muse underscore Iris Moon. I'm sure you guys will tag. We'll, we'll put it in the in the YouTube uh, description description as well. If anyone wants to, yeah. to make contact, and uh, I'm just so thankful to have you come on the show and to share your story with us. It's not, it's a brave thing to do. Not I mean, obviously it was a very traumatic experience. I could see that when, yeah. when we were chatting about it, and I mean, no one wants to go through it, and everyone would just want to push. Most people would push it under the carpet and move on, but uh, you know, talking about it and empowering and empowering people to go and find the information is exactly what we need to be doing, especially at this time now 
where we're going through a sort of transitional change in, in I mean in guys can we just have a moment of how epic this is that police are fucking arresting guys for booze and cigarettes <laughs> and us weed smokers are also kind of just sitting back during this time being like yo is this actually real like we're living in this time we've been marching for the rights of Dutta for years and we've all gone through a massive outdoor grow season where we were all happy to grow loads yes. outdoors <laughs> we're sitting on these huge stashes and now no one else can get can get their views i think fields of Fields of green might have to pivot into into like seas of brown or whatever. <laughs> Stay on, on that note, I think it's a good time to say goodbye. Thank you for for everyone for for joining our our show. Uh, thank you to especially to Iris for sharing her experience and for for you know coming coming to us and uh, using our platform to share her story. We're really we're really thankful for that. And also yeah. to everyone who keeps watching, if you did enjoy, like you said, like and subscribe. It helps uh, keep the dream going. And uh, till next time, everyone, thanks for watching. Thanks so much, guys. Peace and love. <laughs>